You are listening to the She Speaks podcast. The She Speaks podcast is here to normalize our experiences in life and business by sharing our stories of rising from the proverbial ashes of our real life trials and tribulations. When we share our experiences, we give others permission to keep putting one foot in front of the other, remember to breathe, and to never, ever leave the power of our promising futures on the table. Tune in weekly for fresh new content that will inspire you to share your story too. I'm an integrative wellness coach who has been working as a registered nurse for over 20 years. I'm super passionate about caring for others and I dedicate most of my time to helping women create more energy in their lives for what truly matters. After facing many challenges in my lifetime, I've struggled with anxiety, stress, grief and burnout. I ignored the emotions for years until I made a brave decision to start listening to my heart. This was the first step to begin to follow my intuition on a path to find peace. I've now made it my mission to help guide other women on their healing journeys, moving from a place of simply surviving to thriving. When I'm not holding sacred space for others, I love connecting to nature. You'll find me walking on local trails in the greenways or meditating in my favorite spot, in my healing room, or near the lake. Rest and relaxation near the water is where I find serenity. As an intuitive healer, I utilize the knowledge I have as an RN and I integrate several healing modalities. With the use of Aromatouch and Reiki and the healing oils, I help women shift their mindset and allow their healing to begin. I've been a guest speaker at many local events. I've been asked to appear on several podcasts. I've led online workshops to teach meditation. I've hosted weekend retreats. And now, most recently, I have moved to the online space, coaching women one-on-one, encouraging like-minded women to shift their mindsets and guiding them to embrace the way they want to feel. This is my true passion. Do all things well and you can have everything your heart desires. Isn't that what's considered living the dream? I was a perfectionist, a type A personality, and this was the story I told myself for so long. I would make lists in my head and then on paper. This ultimately just created more chaos in my mind. I just kept trying to check off all the boxes. I believed that if I had to be present, I had to be present for everyone and everything. Most of the time I couldn't concentrate or focus. I was constantly busy, feeling overwhelmed, living in constant fear, trying to control everything. 
I tried to control my home, my marriage, my kids, and even my workplace. I had created these expectations of myself. Being productive and pushing harder is the story that I told myself. Ultimately, I was just creating more stress. There were many times I recall driving home from work after a shift at the hospital in, in a complete daze. I had given 110% to my patients and their families. I was dehydrated, and many times I hadn't even taken a break or eaten that day. It felt like I was driving early in the morning in a dense fog. Have you ever driven from point A to point B? Thought you were paying attention? You make it through the first green light and the second, and then at the red light you stop, and in that brief moment you ask yourself, how the hell did I get here? Most days I felt drained, completely numb. I was afraid to acknowledge my feelings, so I just ignored them. I pushed them deep down to the very depths of my being. I tried to give what little I had left to my children or to my husband. Many times I wondered, am I the only one that feels this way? Have you ever answered somebody when they ask how you're doing? Have you ever just said, I'm fine, when you weren't? Because you didn't think people would understand. It was a specific moment in time, my day off. I had a list to tackle, and I was determined to complete it. If I accomplished all things, only then would I give myself permission to rest. I can still see my girls sitting on the couch watching cartoons. Mommy, are you going to play with us soon? I would tell the kids in a minute, but that minute would never come. I so desperately wanted to spend quality time with them, but I was emotionally and physically drained. All the struggle, the hopelessness, and the frustration that I felt was almost unbearable. I just kept suppressing for so long that eventually it began bubbling up like a volcano waiting to erupt. My heart began beating out of my chest. I had a lump in my throat and tears were streaming down my cheeks. I quickly ran upstairs. I didn't want my girls to see me. I judged myself, thinking that in no way was it acceptable for my girls to see me in a moment of weakness. I just kept lying to myself, pushing myself, pretending that everything was perfect, when in reality, it was all about to fall apart. One day, I had an aha moment. This is when I realized that things were not going to change. I had to acknowledge that I wasn't happy. This was one of my biggest truths, a turning point in my life, a type of an awakening for me. This was the beginning of the universe nudging me one step closer to cultivating the strength and the courage to begin to face my fears and begin again. Fast forward a few years to July 2012. My father passed away unexpectedly in a motorcycle accident. A few days later, I finally had a moment to sit and breathe. My face felt the warm sunlight shining down. 
the soft breeze blowing through my hair, and in the distance I could hear the birds singing in the trees. There was nowhere to go and nowhere to be. I began to sense a deep calm, and in that moment I felt deeply my father's presence surround me. In the years following his death, I would be driving and a song would come on the radio. Stay Humble and Kind by Faith Hill and Tim McGraw. It has become like a mantra for me. I vowed to myself that I would be more present. Find joy in the simple things. A bluebird, a dove, a butterfly, a rose. Moments of crisis are times to grow. I knew something wasn't right. I had symptoms the previous year, numbness in my face and down my right leg. I was off then for about a month. Only my husband knew. Several investigations were done, ultrasound, x-rays, and an MRI. It was believed that I was in some type of adrenal fatigue. The signs were all there, but my family doctor refused to acknowledge me. He demanded that I head back to work. I am proud to say that that was my last visit with him. This fueled me to find alternatives. I would make an appointment to see the naturopath, and after blood work and several visits, it was confirmed. I now see a nurse practitioner and a naturopath regularly, and I utilize several different healing modalities to support me. At that time, I found Reiki, and I was introduced to doTERRA and the aroma of the healing oils. I was experiencing symptoms of adrenal insufficiency, and with further testing, we verified a rare autoimmune disease. Adrenal insufficiency is a condition in which the adrenal glands do not produce adequate amounts of hormones, primarily low cortisol, which is your stress hormone. And this is due to lack, it's due to chronic stress. I was open to whatever she was suggesting. Deep down, I felt the dis-ease in my body. It was time for me to take action. Part of me felt a sense of peace having found someone who would listen and who would help me to seek out the answers I so desperately desired. The old Julie may have just ignored the symptoms and kept pressing onward, hoping that they would just disappear. However, my newfound intuition knew better. Change can be subtle, yet it can make a profound impact. I started dedicating time to focus on my healing. I began to experience more ease and flow in my day. It had been almost a year since my dad passed, and I was beginning to carve out windows of time for myself. I booked massages regularly. I would look at my schedule and pre-plan restorative yoga classes after work. The studio was close to my home, and there I was able to connect and surround myself with like-minded souls. A simple inhale and exhale while lying in Shavasana, flat on my back on a yoga mat, is where I take rest. 
It is where I would lie on a mat and just breathe. It allowed me to begin to feel on a deeper level. I began to take even more steps to treat myself to a tea, to walk around the bookstore and intuitively choose a book and then read part of a chapter. I began to journal. I asked myself what I wanted to do for me. I began to take days off, more and more days where I would ask myself what I wanted to eat, if I wanted coffee or tea, what color would I like to wear, who would I like to visit, where did I want to spend my time, and most importantly, how did I want to feel. These small changes in my day made an enormous impact on how I felt emotionally and physically. I was invited by a dear friend, a mentor and coach to attend a local event. Instantly, I felt my heart skip a beat. I could hear this voice inside of me shouting, do it, just do it. I called in sick that day. And this is where I started to see that there were other women who felt just like me. I could connect and see a bit of myself in each one of their stories. And for the first time in a long time, I didn't feel alone. I began to connect with leaders in our community. We came together to share our individual gifts. It was an amazing day. We spent the morning listening to leaders speak and share their story. We ate nourishing food and we connected. We were asked to bring a journal and I began to write down some of my biggest fears and some of my deepest desires. I made a conscious decision from that day forward to make some big changes. I learned that I could not just continue to survive, but I had to, I had a deep, deep desire from within me to thrive. That weekend shifted something deep within inside of me, a journey to find the deepest parts of myself. I am eternally grateful for the opportunities the universe has granted me and also to the beautiful souls who continue to inspire me. At that time, even taking five to ten minutes for myself was difficult. It was suggested I read Gabby Bernstein's first book, May Cause Miracles. Years later, I realized how important that was. It takes 40 days to create a habit. In her most recent book, Super Attractor, Gabby states, The main way we block our desire is by believing we are not worthy. This really hit home for me. I am a recovering perfectionist. I have learned that if I just set aside a few moments each day, I can create an opportunity to lean in and dig deeper. I have worked through many emotions and now I find time daily to meditate and reflect. Some days I begin with just a simple three minutes. Other days are five minutes of opposite nostril breathing. 
Other days include kundalini for 11 minutes. It's a type of yoga if you're not familiar. Oftentimes, I head into my sacred space, a healing room that I have created in my own home, where I meditate and listen and just be. There is no right or wrong way. Just begin. Meditations, journaling, yoga, reading books, listening to podcasts are all ways that uplift me the most. I love to create opportunities to give myself and others a reason to connect, to to say yes to what I desire and no to what doesn't feel aligned. I am finally living my life authentically and no longer in chaos. It is in stillness that I am able to inhale and exhale, to be in the present moment and listen to my intuition, that still small voice that guides me on my journey. This has now become my passion. There was a day when it dawned on me while lying in Shavasana quietly on my mat, tears streaming down my face once again. I had finally forgotten about all the worry, the stress, and the anxiety in life. Those were the tears of gratitude for the growth that has taken place inside my soul. I've been so worried and so consumed about getting everything done. And now, in that moment, I realized that I was in my sacred space. It is in, it is in those moments of quiet and still that I am thankful to all those who have mentored and coached me. I am so very thankful to Sarah Swain and the Great Canadian Woman Platform. And I thank you for listening and allowing me to share with you ladies today. You can find me on Instagram at Intuitive Jewels or email me at intuitivejewels at gmail.com. Thank you, everyone. Have a beautiful day. Thank you for tuning in to the She Speaks podcast. If you like this episode, please be sure to send us a five-star rating and review on iTunes to help us reach more listeners. For more information on our publishing services, please visit us at www.gcwpublishing.com.